am so glad you found my show because the game is about to change for you. Yes, and is the only mantra you need to amplify the quality of your life. And this podcast is going to show you how. We'll explore high vibe living, entrepreneurship, and how to build habits that last. All through the lens of an improviser. See, the improv mindset keeps you moving forward without a script. And all you have to do is let the words yes and illuminate the path. Okay, did we just become best friends? Well, you certainly found your new favorite podcast. Yes and with me, Judy Holler. Let's do this. This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 83 coming to you from the Advocare Spark Studio. I don't know about you, but I'm always on the hunt for products, tools, and resources to help me look better and feel better so I can do better. Well, Advocare is on a mission to help you do that. They're Glow Collagen, by the way, and Spark are my secret weapons. Head on over to the show notes to learn more and get special discounts because you listen to this show. Night moves. You know that song. Cause I'm thinking about the night moves. Okay, I am brutalizing that song. Jameson just walked into my office. Hi, Jameson. So I'm recording a uh, a nighttime, a night moves, nighttime podcast episode for you. I usually record these during the day. Um, but because of my schedule this week, I just had to sit down and light a candle and do a Night Moves podcast recording. And I'm super here for it. But why does it make me want to put on my Night Moves radio voice? Anybody used to listen to um, old school radio? Uh, there used to be... Um, what was her name? Delilah. Delilah. And she'd like do these like love songs and dedications. And I'd like lay in my waterbed and cry about all the boys that were breaking my heart, listening to like open arms by journey. Anybody else with me, with me on that (laughs) shit? I digress. Yo, it's so great to be back with you. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. You are back here with me on the mic. And this is a, an Ask Judy episode. We're back. It's me. It's you. It's the mic and it's your badass questions. Um, dude, this has been a really high vibe week. Um, we did a soft launch on the house of and yesterday, which is this apparel and education company I'm launching that is sort of, of course, inspired by myself and my story and, and the journey with improv and of course the improv mindset, but it's really something that will stand alone and separate from me truly. And, um, it's exciting to be building that out. So if you want to see where we're at in the house of Ant, if you want to rock one of our signature and custom possibility ampersand t-shirts, if you want to learn more about the story, and if you want to live the ampersand, the house of and the yes, and lifestyle, my goodness, head on over to house H a U S of and.com. Of course, we'll link up in the show notes and you can learn more about all of the things, but my goodness, I am certainly, um, practicing what I preach over here, sort of start 
starting before we're ready and entering a whole new space of of brand development and entrepreneurship and apparel line building and designing. And it's all really exciting. So I'd love to see what you think and to hear from you. And most importantly, oh my God, I cannot wait for the day I start getting tagged in you rocking the motherfucking possibility ampersand t-shirts because baby it is a vibe so go uh check out houseofvan.com give me some love let me know what you think we're trying to figure out what the instagram page is going to be when she grows up honestly we're trying to figure out what the whole brand's going to be when she grows up so there's uh, uh you know there's a lot in motion uh we're improvising aren't we every single day but that is heavy on my heart and heavy on my mind right now, which is probably why I'm recording a podcast for you at 8 p.m. Uh, on a weeknight, but it's all good. I'm here for it. Uh, and recording this show is certainly one of my favorite things I do every week for you. And I really love our Ask Judy episodes. So I'm going to be reading from some questions that came in in our private House of And fam page. You can, of course, join us by clicking the link in the show notes. But this is a great community of people who are out there really living that ampersand possibility fear boss lifestyle so it's a great place to learn from me get access to me get get access to Amanda and the team and um, my goodness to network and connect with other like-minded humans Uh, but yo um, the questions that came in there were fire and we even did a little contest so that if your question was read on the air you get a signed book and a sticker sheet from me so yay for prizes. And today I picked five of those questions from the House of Anne fan page. And these are the questions we're going to be answering today. Okay. Number one, how to take a compliment. Number two, how do you ask someone to be your mentor? Ooh, that's good. How do you three stay connected with yourself without getting distracted by all the stuff and doing air quotes around stuff and doing that comes with running a successful business? Number four, what are three must-do non-negotiables to start and end your day with? Ooh, I love that one. Uh, And number five, how to deal with imposter syndrome if you've changed jobs or had to start from scratch after the pandemic. Damn, those are so good. If they sound like a vibe, stick around. And speaking of vibes, uh, can we... Can we set the vibe? Let me pull a card. Let me pull a card. It's been a minute since I've done this. I'm going to grab, I'm going to do something fun because it's evening time. I'm going to pull from the Affirminator deck, baby. I'm going to pull an Affirminator. Uh, So if you are feeling lost, if you're looking for a, a sign, if you just need to catch a vibe, set the vibe. If you're looking for a little guidance, if you just need a mini micro yes and podcast card pull. Now's the time. This is the moment you've been waiting for. I'm closing my eyes. I'm going to take a deep breath. I highly encourage you to do that with me. And a breath out. All right. And I have pulled the peacefulness, peacefulness card. Here's what it says. I have a peaceful tranquil and untroubled heart. This is where I choose to spend my time. I can bring guests, but any person, thought or event that brings drama or chaos is not invited. My heart is a special property and I'm going to keep it that way so we can all keep enjoying it and so that I can get my security deposit back. 
Anyway, yeah, I mean, don't we all, don't we all want and need a little bit more peace in our life? I mean, shit, bags, they're great. Good shoes, super, super dope. Nice things, fast car, you catch your own vibe. No judgment here. You do you, boo. But you know what I think the real flex is? I think the real flex, the real motherfucking flex is peace, flow, right? And this, this, this rooted ability to not be codependent on other people's opinions of you. And I think that shift for me, really, truly loving myself in that way has given me so much peace and yo, that's the real, real flex. So let's keep flexing, shall we? (laughs) All right. We're taking a quick pause here to shout out our listener of the week. That's right. Every week I scroll through the reviews and I pick one of those iTunes reviews. And if I pick your review, I will send you from me to you a really awesome piece of snail mail. I think you're going to love it because you know, it's going to be high vibe. So every week I pick a review and this week I am picking that teacher 23 who writes, This podcast is everything I needed in my life, and it gives me the confidence to be exactly who I am without having to apologize. I love this so much. Well, that teacher 23, I love you so much. Yo, it's that simple. So that teacher 23, send me a DM on Instagram or holla at me at hello at judyholler.com to claim your prize. And if you want to be our next listener of the week, baby, all you got to do is leave a really quick review on iTunes. Here's our first question. All right. It comes from Melissa Richwine. Rich Wine. Rich Wine. I love your last name. Ooh, that is high vibe. Okay. How do we accept compliments? We are leveling up, becoming bosses. I get that, but I can't take a compliment without it getting awkward. I have to give a compliment in return, or I feel like I don't truly deserve it. Quote, I'm just doing my job. No, I'm doing a kick-ass job. Help. (laughs) Melissa, I hear you. I am with you. And yeah, I always feel like when I compliment someone and they give me the immediate compliment back, that it feels just like disingenuine. Like you're just looking for shit to say. How about this? You know, accept the compliment I just gave you. So let's, let's break this down a little bit. Um, I love, I love you for sending this question. I think it's brave and bold and big, and it's so important to understand. So hopefully I'll share some information that you will receive and it will help you rock a little bit more swagger into your compliment gifting and compliment receiving. So accepting compliments is a big one. And I think the number one thing that instantly helps me accept them with grace and confidence is understanding that when you deny a compliment, someone gives you, you are actually making the person who gives you the compliment feel like shit. You are basically saying, no, you're wrong. Your opinion is shit. I am not that. You have horrible taste. My work isn't that. You're wrong. I mean, 
I mean, that's gross, right? It's not the vibe you want to be putting out there. I mean, think of the times you gave someone a compliment. First of all, it takes courage to compliment someone in the first place because there is always the potential for rejection. Someone could say, no way, you're crazy, not me, right? So think about that the next time someone has the guts to give you a compliment. Your response should honor the courage it takes for someone to notice something magical in you. And then baby, receive it. That is literally what I say when someone compliments me these days. Thank you. I really receive that. And I've been doing this for the last couple of years. And it really took me up until my early 40s to be able to really lean into this idea. But yo, when someone says, oh, wow, you look great. You're so good at your job. Your book was incredible. Your speech changed my life. Or you're a great speaker. Or I love your t-shirts, right? I say thank you. I really receive that because I do. And here's the fucking best part. Every time you accept a compliment, you are modeling what that behavior should look like to the person giving you the compliments. They're sort of like paying it forward and showing them that, hey, this is an example of something you can do when someone compliments you. So it's this beautiful circle of complimentary badassery, right? So Melissa, the only way you get any better at accepting compliments is by beginning. And that starts with choosing to accept them, choosing to accept them. And then by deciding that you are going to honor not only the person giving you the compliment, but yourself with the grace of receiving it. All right, question number two comes from Josie Wing, and she writes, how do you ask someone to be your mentor? Ooh, I love this question. I actually just asked someone, by the way, the other day to be my mentor, um, and I actually wrote a whole section on coaches and mentors and heroes, oh my, in my book, Fear is My Homeboy, uh, starting on page 95 uh, in the chapter, titled, it's chapter five, titled, Find Your Tribe and Love Them Hard. So let's break this down, shall we? I think one thing most high achievers have in common is that we all need and seek out help a lot every day. You see this investment as the cost of doing business because you realize that anyone who, who, who's ever done anything amazing never gets there alone. You got to invest and spend time cultivating a network of people smarter than you are, different than you are, and more connected than you are. And this is done when you put in your time, stay patient, and make genuine connections with others by providing value and building trust. See, now, here's the thing. Fear's going to hold you back here because fear makes you tell yourself stories like, I don't have time for that or I want it now, or hiring a coach is a waste of money, or the person I want to mentor me is way too busy. There's no way they'll have the time, right? So we're shutting the door before we've even tried to peek it open. Now, it's likely some of this may be true some of the time, but most of it is only another excuse fear uses to keep you stuck in the bullshit getting ready phase. So if you want to level up, you're going to need people to help you. Josie, this is why this question is so awesome. A coach or a mentor or a hero can be a great source of insight and opportunity. So let's talk about what a coach is, a mentor is, and a hero is. And I give some ideas in each little breakdown here. Okay, so the House of And is officially here and I'm so excited to tell you about it. So what is the House 
of and well, it's an improv inspired, serendipity driven education and apparel brand that is rooted in all the possibilities that exist when you are brave enough to bet on yourself, open new doors and keep moving forward despite your fear. Our mission is to activate both discomfort and joy to inspire more breakthrough moments. Because listen, you got to do the uncomfortable things in order to earn a comfortable life, right? And our core values are improvisation, possibility, and vibrations. Listen, my life dramatically changed in 2008 when I opened the door to an improv classroom at Second City because for the first time in my life, I learned how to bet on myself. The improv mindset not only helped me manage my fear, but it also gave me the tools to beat depression and reduce my anxiety and build confidence and embrace disruption. And our apparel line, the house of and was created out of a deep desire to help you do the same. Check out the link in the show notes or visit house of and that's H A U S of and.com to learn more. So a coach is someone who has legit done what you seek to do or has helped others do what you seek to do because they have years of experience and they have a set of skills worth paying for. So it's not uncommon for people who are already established in their fields to seek a coach, right? So bodybuilders, higher fitness trainers, actors, higher performance coaches, entrepreneurs, higher business coaches. So having someone outside your head and outside your everyday business who has no personal attachment to the end result can help you move through fear and stay in forward momentum. So coaches typically run a business, right? That offers their time and their brain power for money. A coach will usually work with a client to create a structured program to help you advance your dreams and goals. So having a coach can be a, a real step to transformation because when you're paying someone, when you literally write a check and spend some money, you tend to take your time and your preparation and your focus a little bit more seriously. So I'll never forget the first time I wrote a five-figure check to a coach. But I tell you, what I learned and the time I shaved off my entry point into the speaking business was invaluable. I had so many questions. I had nowhere to start and investing in that capacity uh, paid off in dividends. So, you know, I work with coaches on the regular all the time. And the way I ask someone to coach me is I find out if they ought to offer coaching services. And if they do, great. What does that cost? If they don't, are they ever considering it? And if they do down the line, uh, would that be something they'd be interested in. So you got to put yourself out there. You got to ask. Um, I don't offer any formal coaching at this time, but I do have people pop up in my inbox that ask me for specific coaching. So I keep this little hit list so that if it ever comes up, the people that feel high vibe and aligned for that kind of work are sort of flagged um, in my personal files. But I, I currently work with, with three coaches. I have a business coach. I have a, a speech coach, someone that coaches me with my keynote 
notes. And then of course, um, I have a, you know, a, a speaking business coach and I'm, I'm working on transitioning into uh, a new space there and moving more into, um, you know, an entrepreneurial coach that will really help me scale a brand and, and scratch the itch of what we're doing with our apparel line. Right. So I need someone who has been where I want to go to help me get to where I want to go. I mean, when I was writing a book, I had a book writing coach, right? An editor, a whole team of people. So again, based on what you've got going on, will determine what you need from a coach perspective. Now let's talk about mentors. You asked about mentors. So like a coach, Mentors are typically people you look up to uh, personally or professionally who are doing or have done the things you want to do. But unlike a coach, mentors typically do not sell their time and services. They likely have a full-time job, uh, a very busy business, or uh, they're working in an industry that keeps them at a really high pace. So they can be really hard to get time with, right? But they're typically in an area or in an industry you seek to enter or level up in, which is why you're like, oh, I'd love for that person to mentor me, which means all of this aside from a mentor perspective, you got to get creative because these people are busy. So I'd be someone that uh, people want to mentor them, right? But if I sat around and mentored everybody that wants me to mentor them, I would not have a life, right? And so I can't do it. Uh, so we've got to get creative and anyone who's gotten my attention has gotten creative with that, right? So um, these high achievers, these mentors you may be seeking out likely have hectic schedules, they lead teams, they travel a lot, they have limited bandwidth. So if you want to get their attention, not only do you have to get creative, but you've got to be respectful of their time. You can't be a bully. You can't be pushy and you can't get pissed off when they set a boundary. The best advice I can give you on reaching out to a mentor you wish to have access to is to be ready and don't waste their time. Send them an email or ask in person when you see them one clear question that you really want their advice on. I call this micro mentoring. So spreading your questions out like a DJ one at a time over time. So you don't like bombard the person and overwhelm them, right? You'll get really annoying really quick. So you could actually have, and I did this for a while, multiple multiple micro mentors going on at one time, right? You're like a DJ with all these records and you're scratching them all, right? And this allows you to get a range of different perspectives on what you seek to learn. Plus, if one person doesn't respond, you still got a a few other eggs in the cooker, right? Um, So when you're engaging with a potential mentor, the bottom line here is this, come prepared and have your shit together. Be direct, clear, concise and organized in your communications with them. Like I said, I've used micro mentoring in my career to slowly build relationships inch by inch with people I seek to learn from. And what started out as a question blossomed over time into a relationship. I also make sure the micro mentoring is not one-sided. It's got to be mutually beneficial. So I'm always thinking about, you know, how can I provide value back where appropriate? And I'm looking for opportunities to help them as well.
And then last, let's just touch on heroes. This is a great free way to get coaching and mentoring, right? So these are mentors and coaches, but rather than working with them directly, you're learning from afar. So your heroes are likely people you have not met in person, but who you look up to and admire and are inspired by. So you can work the magic of heroes into your schedule too, whether it's reading their books or watching TED Talks or listening to a podcast or taking their online course, right? Taking one of these small actions every day will help you expand your network of people and ideas. And you can share what you learn with your network, building your own trust and value, which will make you look like a boss all around. All right. Question number three comes from Megan Ruth Stoddard, who writes, how do you stay connected with yourself without getting distracted by all the stuff and doing that comes with running a successful business, especially when many people say that in order to be successful, you have to do or be certain things, some of which do not feel aligned with who you are. Okay. So let's break this question down because the first part has one question and the second part has another question. So there's two different things going on. Uh, So number one, How do you stay connected with yourself without getting distracted by all the stuff and doing that comes with running a business? Two things. Number one, owning your morning. And number two, you guessed it, goal-focused planning, baby. So before I get into anyone else's schedule or priorities, I tend to my schedule, my priorities, my garden first. And this makes me a healthy, happier human and entrepreneur and goal-focused planning just pours motherfucking rocket fuel onto my fire because I use my goals as boundaries with my time, space, energy, and commitments. Yo, if you tell me what your goals are, then I'll tell you what your boundaries should be, right? And when we align our goals with our boundaries, it does this really awesome thing. It removes the guilt and shame out of going to get what we want and what we deserve for ourselves and our families and our business. Because at the end of the day, this is your life and nobody else's, right? I am setting this boundary with you because these goals are my priority. I also keep a huge post-it note. Well, I have a lot of post-it notes on my computer in my office reminding me of all kinds of things that help me vibrate higher. And one of them is this. It says, remember, Judy, email is everyone else's priorities. So while it's important to be responsive to our clients and to run the tactics of our business, none of that matters if you don't have a healthy business in the first place. And how do you get a healthy business? By tending to its garden. So I have this rule of thumb that my mornings are for making and my afternoons are for managing. And then I usually leave one day a week to sort of freestyle, meaning I'm working, but I have flexibility that day in case shit hits the fan that week or something comes up. It just gives me some flex in my week. Another thing I do is I leave two days a week for me and my work. So this means no meetings, no Zooms, and definitely no calls, and definitely no email until the end of the day, like until four o'clock. And uh, this allows me to really clear some white space so I can get into the work that needs to be done. Uh, Let me do a quick disclaimer for you here. I sort of live and work with this like 80-20 rule in life. Like 80% of the time, I'm really good 
And 20% of the time I'm, I'm kind of naughty. Okay. Because life isn't perfect. Life is improv. None of us have a script. So we're going to get off our schedules when things come up. Uh, and, and, and what I do though, 80, 85% of the time is this dedication to making in the morning and managing in the afternoons and giving myself a couple of days a week to just do the work, not looking at email until the end of the day. And that started slow for me. It all began when I started owning my morning and really investing in myself the first 30, 60 minutes of the day. And goal focus planning was a game changer because I started using my goals as boundaries so I can make progress and keep moving. So I'm obviously obsessed with goal focus planning, so obsessed that we created a planner, a goal focus planner. If you're interested, it's called the Vibe and Thrive Planner. I'll link up in the show notes. But listen, if you're struggling with focus and can get distracted by all the stuff and all the doing that it takes to run a business, goal focus planning will change your life. Okay, so you hear me talk a lot about Advocare, not only because they're a podcast sponsor, but also because I'm a consumer, which is why they are a sponsor in the first place, because I'd never share anything with you that I don't use myself. And Advocare Spark is one of my secret weapons, especially when I'd rather not reach for an afternoon coffee to vibe up my energy. Spark does the trick every time. And the best part is that Spark has a unique blend of 20 vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that work synergistically to provide a healthy and balanced source of energy. Much better than the coffee, right? Spark contains an effective amount of caffeine, so you get that quick boost. Some B vitamins to enhance your body's natural ability to produce and sustain its own energy. And neuroactive ingredients that enhance mental focus and alertness. And oh my God, there are so many flavors to choose from. So if you've been wanting to try it for yourself, well, Spark has a sample pack and it was designed for exactly that reason. Try three of their best-selling flavors all month long while supplies last. You can purchase a Spark sample pack today for only eight bucks if you're a new customer and for 12 bucks if you're a returning customer. Click the link in the show notes to learn more and get discounts because you listen to this podcast. All right, and as for the second part of your question, the part that says that in, people are telling me that in order to be successful, you have to do or, or be certain things, some of which may not be in alignment with who I am. So I asked her on Facebook to clarify uh, so I could answer her best. And she wrote this. One example for myself would be regarding my business. I have heard many business coaches tout that you absolutely have to be sending several DMs every day to new people in order to expand your reach. That has never felt aligned for me. And I'm finally just now realizing that there are other options. She goes on to say another example for everyday life, quote, bouncing back physically after having a baby. I actually do lose baby weight pretty well, but man alive, the pressure I see and feel in this area is just straight up stupid. Oh my gosh, what a question. And so brave of you and beautiful of you to be vulnerable enough to give me two examples. And I bet there's a lot of mamas and a lot of business owners, women looking to build something for themselves that get all kinds of unsolicited advice. And my goodness, moms can be so hard on other moms and women can be so hard on other women. So let me just say this. 
This is where self-love and self-trust comes into play. The second you begin listening to that little tap on your shoulder, that little ping in your gut that nudges you into a direction that may feel scary or uncomfortable is the exact second that we start to run a business with alignment, right? If something feels out of alignment, it probably is. This doesn't mean it gives us a permission slip to to not do the hard things. We're going to have to do hard things to grow our business. We're going to have to put ourselves out there. We're going to have to find new clients. We're going to have to sell ourselves and our services. We're going to have to set boundaries. We're going to have to market ourselves. We're going to have to post the selfies and make the videos and advertise and market what it is that we have made in this world, what it is that we believe in. So we've got to do the uncomfortable things. And I can tell you that sometimes I'm doing uncomfortable things and because they're so scary, it feels out of alignment. So my question to you is, are you afraid or are you really out of alignment? Because fear loves excuses, right? And so I I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm just asking the question because this is a place fear loves to hide, right? So really think about it. Are you afraid or are you out of alignment? Because I'm going to tell you, if you want to grow a business, if you want to do big, badass, brave, bold things in the world, you're going to have to put yourself out there. You're going to have to make connections and you're going to find ways to do it that feel great for you. And I love that. Yes, please. We want more of that. But just know you're going to have to do the uncomfortable stuff required in order to earn the comfort and joy that you want. But here's the deal. No one else is ever allowed to tell you what it takes to be successful. And that is including me. Take it or leave it, right, baby? Or that you have to do certain things, right? Even me being here with you right now. I mean, I could give you ideas and share resources and give you my story and share with you my perspective and what I've done to be successful. But at the end of the day, you have to do you, boo. And there is no roadmap to entrepreneurship. There is no fucking script in this life. Life is improv and most of us, the people that are really telling you the truth about business have no fucking clue what we're doing most days. We are just following the flow and we are trusting ourselves and we are being brave enough to get it wrong so that we are closer and can get closer to getting it right. So beware anyone who bullies you or says you have to do it this way to be successful or you have to do these things in order to be a good mom or bounce back or run your business or thrive in this life. But let yourself be inspired, be a student, listen and learn, and then remix all of those ideas, advice, and opinions into a way that feels aligned with who you are. There is no secret. Well, there's actually one secret because the secret is you, right? The secret is you because it's your story and your gifts and your perspective and your vibe that will make your business different. All right. Question number four comes from Anne Corcoran Svelik. And I have never asked you how to say your last name. Svelik. Svelik? Svelik. Anne Corcoran Svelik. Oh, I'd probably be brutalizing that fear boss. Please forgive me. Okay. She writes, what are three must do non-negotiables to start your day and end your day? This is easy. It was, by the way, um, really hard to pick three because I am a psycho about my mornings. I really think when you own your morning, you own your day. When you own your day, you own your life. 
wait, your life, one life. You got this one precious life, uh, but you get what I'm saying, right? So what you do in the morning sets the vibe, baby. And maybe you work the night shift. Maybe you work that night shift. So maybe your morning isn't at noon. It doesn't matter. What do you do with the first 30, 60, 30, 60 minutes of your day, man? That's a big deal. So my three must-do non-negotiables. These are just mine. Number one, coffee, my Nespresso machine and my coffee frother. Give me life. Uh, make my bed. Always make my bed, make my bed. I even do it in hotels. I straighten it up. Well, now housekeeping can't even come in these days uh, unless you request. So whatever, make my bed. And then of course, my 10 I am power statements. This is in our vibe and thrive planner. I have talked about these for years. I've been writing power statements for over a decade. They are a game changer every morning. Uh, No matter where I'm at in the world, no matter how busy I am, I can stop and take two minutes to write 10 statements to myself that tell myself who it is that I want to be and where it is that I want to go. So these are things like I am health, I am wealth, I am abundance. I am right on time. I am safe to relax and receive. I am calm and focused. I am an awesome keynote speaker. I'm going to crush that event on Sunday, right? You get what I'm saying. So that's my morning. And then in the evening, uh, my three are number one, I always sit down. I mean, you're going to hear a theme here. I'm a little bit obsessed, uh, but I always sit down the night before bed and map out my next day. I pull out my priorities from the week and schedule them into my daily spread in my Vibe and Thrive Planner. This helps me with anxiety. It helps me sleep. It helps me get all the shit out of my head and onto paper. So I literally close my office door. Like I map out my day. I line up all my appointments, everything I need to get done, close the office door. And I'm like, all right, now I can, I can exit the workday from my head, right? So that is like a beautiful ritual. And then every Sunday I sit down um, either whenever I can find the time. Sometimes it's on Saturday, sometimes it's Monday morning, but then I vibe plan for the week. I call it vibe planning. So I set up my week, but every night before bed, that is a non-negotiable. I map out the next day. Um, Number two, uh, I charge my phone in the bathroom. I had to start doing this because I cannot have it by my bed. I just, I'm too addicted to addicted to the technology, specifically the Instagram. So I get it out of the, get it out, get it out. Uh, But it's still close, like ish, you know, meaning I can hear it. My alarm goes off all the good stuff, but it's away from my bed. And then I read some fiction. I always have a fiction book on my nightstand. um, And you know, it, it is, it is a game changer for me. It gets my, I can't do personal development before bed because I work in personal development and the space of learning and thought leadership. And so it just makes me think and I want a notebook and then I start working again. So I read fiction and it makes me super happy. All right. Last question comes from Abby Luce. Abby Luce. She writes, I changed my career after the pandemic. So I'm struggling with imposter syndrome and feeling intimidated by starting from scratch. Any advice on how to navigate? Well, first of all, Abby, congratulations, because in my opinion, Imposter syndrome means you're doing it right. The way I look at it is this. If you could fail, you're doing it right. If you're afraid, you're probably doing it right. If you feel self-doubt, you're doing it right. If you feel a bit like an imposter, baby, you are doing it right. And if you've got new problems now today than you had yesterday, my friend, you are doing it right. You have also just survived and thrived because you have a job through a global pandemic. You have just come out of trauma. And frankly, we're still in some of that trauma. So Abby and anyone else who needs this right now, take a deep breath and feel grateful for that paycheck hitting your account and celebrate yourself for making a change like that amidst ton of 
world change and disruption and celebrate the tenacity and the grit it took to do that. While you may be feeling intimidated by starting from scratch, I hope you always are starting from scratch. I mean, every single day we sort of wake up and we're born again, aren't we? We all start from scratch every morning. We all have a new chance to get it right and then get it wrong and then learn. I mean, that's what life is here for, to teach us, to help us listen better because none of us wake up with the script. We are all figuring it out as we go. And I speak specifically for entrepreneurs. My goodness, I feel like I'm starting from scratch every single day, right? But so are you. Every day we wake up and we're reborn. So I'm with you. So how do we navigate it? The sneaky little pest that is imposter syndrome when we're into new waters. Number one, with self-love and self-trust, knowing that you can do hard things and that you are strong and that you are brave and that all of these feelings of imposter syndrome are totally fucking normal. You can feel it, but you cannot allow yourself to be it. So you may feel like an imposter, but you are not an imposter. You may feel self-doubt, but you are not self-doubt. You may feel afraid, but you are not fear. So there is a big difference between feeling something and being something. So separate the two. And last, I want you to flip it on its head. Do what fear, what imposter syndrome doesn't expect you to do. And instead of saying, oh no, imposter syndrome is here again. And I feel like a, a total imposter. Start saying, ah, I've arrived. I've arrived again because I believe, I really believe that when imposter syndrome shows up, when jealousy shows up, when self-doubt shows up, when fear shows up, it's a sign that you believe you are worthy of more, that you are ready for more, right? That you see something out there in someone else or in something that you want for yourself. So you may be in an uncomfortable place right now, but you are not discomfort itself. But please know on the other side of that discomfort is the growth and the joy and the freedom and the success that you want. But I really think our biggest fear, this fear that we all have is this fear of success because success means change. And when you change, will you still be the same version of yourself? And what does That change look like change and success breeds uncertainty and we hate uncertainty. So the the way to navigate this is to celebrate yourself and the guts it takes to do hard things and to remember that where your attention goes, energy flows. So put your attention into growth and flow and possibility and all the things you're going to learn and the people you're going to meet and those paychecks you're going to cash and put in the bank and how you're going to open new doors instead of putting energy into the things you don't know, the people you don't know, and all of the things that could go wrong. There is so much power instead on focusing on what could go right. All right. My goodness. I hope you loved this show as much as I loved making it for you. My goodness. I love these Ask Judy shows. So keep the questions coming. Talk to me on the Instagram. Send me a DM. What was your favorite? Like, what was your biggest takeaway? I love hearing from you. And of course, let me know what you think about this episode. Share it with your buds. Leave us a review on iTunes. I love, love, love hearing from you. So keep that shit coming. And as always, you can send an email anytime to 
moi at hello at judyholler.com with your show ideas, feedback, and inspiration. Yo, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing with your buds. Thank you for reviewing. And until next week, baby, keep opening the door to possibility.